0: Kid who solves all the crime. Stingus fly, fly, fly. Cracking the case before nap time. Shaking down suspects on the street. Then fly, fly, fly. he drinks his milk and has a cookie to eat. He's Stingus Fly. Private eye. School was out for the summer and business was slow. The only case I'd had all week was a case of the sniffles, and that came and went like an ice-cream truck down an empty street. Truth is, I don't mind it so much when things get slow. It gives me time to think, or, better yet, time to not think, and just stare up at the leaves in the big oak tree, hanging out over the park like a giant green umbrella. So there I was, lying on a bench in the corner of Perry Park, counting the leaves overhead. forty, forty-one. 42, when someone leaned over me, blocking my view of the tree. Well, what do you know? Dirk Grubstaker. I blinked hello. He sat down next to me on the bench. Dirk spoke first. Busy, huh? Busy enough, I told him. I hadn't lost count of the leaves overhead. I had to start over. One, two, three... ''I saw Big Frankie the other day,'' interrupted Dirk. ''Sounds like you found that missing bobblehead after all.'' ''Yeah,'' I said. ''Shoot, last count again.'' ''Well, you being so busy and all, I don't suppose you can fit another case in today?'' I sat up. ''A new case, huh?'' ''I don't suppose it involves more bobbleheads?'' Dirk laughed. (laughs) ''No, no, no bobbleheads. A sheep, actually.'' Not a real one. Stuffed. Scherholz is his name. Uh, Here. Dirk dug into the pocket of his shorts and pulled out a photograph. He handed it over to me. It was hard to see much in the photo. It was of a darkened room. There was some kind of table in the middle, and off to the side, sitting up on a shelf, was an old stuffed sheep, about the size of a piggy bank. It sort of looked like a dirty cloud with legs. Truth is, it didn't look like a very good stuffed animal. I tried to hand the photo back to Dirk. No, he said, pushing it back to me. You keep it. I-, I need you to find that sheep for me. It's, uh, my favorite stuffed animal. You see, Dingus, Sheerholz went missing about a week ago. And then just yesterday, that photo mysteriously showed up in my backpack. I need your help finding that sheep. I took another look at the photo in my hands. That was one ugly-looking sheep. Tell you what, Dingus, you find Sherholtz for me, and I'll make it worth your while. He pulled out a chocolate bar from his other pocket. Eh, sure thing, I told him. The truth is, the chocolate bar didn't matter. I would have taken that case no matter what, even if Dirk had offered me a stale, half-eaten rice cake. Because, while Dirk was busy talking, something else in that photo had caught my eye. It was hard to see, but off in the corner of the photo, peeking out from behind a doorway, I could just see part of a shoe. A bright, red shoe. And there was only one kid around Perry Park I knew who wore red shoes like that. I still didn't know her name, but I knew I had to find the girl in red. It was a shy girl on the swings who pointed me in the right direction, "'Check the drinking fountain,' she told me. "'I've seen her around there a few times.' "'I walked over to the fountain. "'Pete was there. "'He had taken his socks off "'and was using one of them to wipe the sand off the bench next to the fountain. "'He looked up at me and smiled. "'Hey, Dingus, the usual.' "'I nodded yes and sat down on the bench "'while Pete filled up a paper cup from the fountain. "'Say, Pete,' I asked him as he handed me the cup. You ever see a girl come around here? Red shoes, red pants, red hat? You get the picture. Sure, said Pete. He tossed his sock over his shoulder and leaned against the water fountain. That's Sandy. Sandy muffin paper. She's right over there. Pete pointed behind me, over by the playground. I looked. I could see the tip of a red shoe poking out from behind one of the slides. It was the same shoe from Dirk's photo. Thanks, Pete. I owe you one and I headed toward the red shoe. Dingus, how nice to see you, said the girl in red. Or, should I say, Sandy. I pulled Dirk's photo out of my pocket. Sandy, I need to know where this photo was taken. I handed her the photo. Her eyes went real wide for a second and then quickly back to normal like she didn't want me to see her reaction. I I have no idea, Dingus, she said quickly. Sandy handed the photo back to me and pretended not to be interested, but I could tell she was. Don't play games with me, Sandy. I know that's your foot in the corner with the red shoe. Tell me, where is this? Sandy looked around nervously and then grabbed my arm quickly and pulled me underneath the slide where no one could see us. Dingus, she said with a whisper, you don't want anything to do with that business. It's too dangerous. Stay away. And what exactly is it I don't want anything to do with? Sandy looked scared. It's a secret game of rock, paper, scissors. High stakes. You can't just play for fun. You have to make a bet. And if you lose the game, you lose your bet. Like your lunch, or a toy, or... Or your favorite stuffed animal, I said. Thinking about Dirk's stuffed shearhold sitting up on the shelf. Exactly. Exactly. They play over on the toddler side of the park in the little playhouse that's shaped like an acorn. They call it the acorn room. Please, Dingus, don't go. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. It could be a trap. I stuffed the photo back in my pocket. Sorry, Sandy. I didn't get into this business to play it safe. I made my way to the toddler side of the park and over to the acorn room. I was about to walk in when somebody grabbed me by my shoulder. Where do you think you're going? said a voice as the hand on my shoulder spun me around. When I saw who it was, I breathed a sigh of relief. It was none other than Big Frankie. Hey, dingus, said Frankie once he got a look at my face. I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was you. Say, what are you doing over here? I should be asking you the same question, I shot back at him. Frankie shrugged. Oh, yeah, well, sometimes Dirk and his friends ask me to be a lookout here at the playhouse, make sure trouble stays away. Frankie smiled at me. But you're not trouble, are you, dingus? I thought quickly. Dirk runs this game of high-stakes rock-paper-scissors? If he knows this place, he would have recognized it in the photo he gave me. So why didn't Dirk just come here for shareholders? What was going on here? Something wasn't right. "'I'm not looking for trouble. Just a stuffed sheep. "'Mind if I step inside and have a look-see?' "'Big Frankie shrugged again. "'I guess not. "'Thanks, Frankie,' I said, and I ducked inside the acorn room. "'Inside the acorn room it was dark. "'There were two boys sitting at a round table. "'Behind them, up on a shelf, I saw something dirty and fuzzy.' There was no mistaking that ugly stuffed animal. It had to be Shearholz. I looked back at the boys sitting at the table. They had their hands stretched out in front of them. One boy's hand was curled up in a fist. The other boy had two fingers sticking out. Rack beats scissors every day of the week. The other boy stood up, tossed a bag of gummy bears on the table and walked out. The kid who had won smiled, flipped a gummy bear in his mouth and looked over at me. Hey there, he said, looking me up and down got to try your luck? Why not, I said, and sat down in the empty chair. What are the steaks? Oh, I don't know. You got any good snacks in those deep pockets of yours? Nope. Not unless you got a taste for lint. Hmm. Tell you what, he said, reaching into his backpack. He pulled out a Tupperware container and tossed it on the table. In the dark, it was hard to see through the clear plastic container to tell what was inside but whatever was inside there looked green. The boy gave me a mischievous smile. What's your opinion on vegetables? I shrugged. Generally, about the same as my opinion on a grumpy nurse with a long needle and bad depth perception. The boy kept smiling. Well, if I win, you have to eat this bowl of leftover Brussels sprouts. And if I win, name it. I pointed up at Scherholz on the shelf. I win, I get that stuffed sheep. The kid gave me an odd smile. You want that thing? You got it. Ready to play? He held his hand out over the table in the shape of a fist. I did the same. On a count of three. One. Two. Three. I threw my hand out flat and smacked it down on the table. Paper. I looked over at the kid's hand. It was still on a fist. Rock. He was too predictable. Paper beats rock, I told him. Every day of the week. The kid looked shocked like he'd seen a ghost. Oh, he said quietly under his breath. That wasn't supposed to happen. Depends on who you ask, I said. I stood up, plucked Sheerholtz off the shelf, and headed out the door into the waning daylight of the late afternoon. I found Dirk over on the bench where the whole case had started, underneath the oak tree. This time it was he who was lying there, staring up at the leaves. I hid Sheerholtz under my shirt. Dirk saw me coming and sat up. "'Ah, oh, Dingus,' he said. "'I can see why you like to sit here. Quite peaceful, actually.' "'Yep,' I said, sitting down next to him. "'Anyway, Dirk, I got some good news and some bad news.' The bad news is I'm not any closer to knowing who took that photo of Sheerholtz or why they took him. Dirk just sort of shrugged. He didn't seem to be very interested. I kept talking. The good news is I found Sheerholtz. I pulled the sheep out from under my shirt and handed it to Dirk. I expected him to be excited, to shout, to do a dance, maybe give Sheerholtz a hug, at least smile a bit. Instead, Dirk just looked shocked, almost... Disappointed you what but how that was not the response I was expecting, Dirk stood up quickly uh thanks dingus i i i I owe you one, you also owe me that chocolate bar, I reminded him, uh, yeah, sure, uh, of course, he tossed it over to me. Anyway, uh, Dingus, I, I gotta go. Thanks for finding Sherholtz for me. I, I, I don't know what I would do without him. As Dirk walked away, I lay back down on the bench and looked up at the oak leaves overhead. Taking a bite of chocolate, I thought about the whole case. Something didn't sit right with me. Dirk got Sherholtz back, but why wasn't he happy about it? And how was Sandy Muffin Paper mixed up in all this? What was she doing hanging out the acorn room? Something told me that even though I'd found Sheerholz, this case was far from over. This is not a tale on a dog or a cat. This is not a tale on a whale or a bat. This is not a tale that shivers when it's cold. This is just a tale untold. Tales untold